she's April. And she's Molly. And we are the book besties. This is me promising no more Jasmine Gouillard. Well, why do you like it? Gets to see Crown Royal Jewels. She leaves the guy for the tree farmer. This book is ridiculous. You've never heard of this? Okay, so in the 70s. Well, nobody wants to see dangly old balls of the 50 man, 50 year old man. This hip just got replaced. We're gonna have to go doggy style. Slide into her DMs, man. Or someone has like OG Vietnam chlamydia. What can I say except you're welcome? And season four, five is almost over. Yeah, we only got three episodes left. Thrice. Thrice. Today and two more. It's weird doing these short seasons. I don't know. We need it, man. Well, I mean, I hate when we say stuff like that because I don't want the fans to think that. Oh, no, we love you guys. But, like, we have lives. Yeah, we but, have lives, you know. I hate it when people are like making content and they're complaining about making content. Like, right, okay, right, like content. Right. So what we did is we decided we'll just make less content and then we don't complain about it. <laughs> so. Well, it, it was. It's like uh, that makeup booty guru, booty guru, the uh, what booty guru, a booty guru instead of a beauty guru. A booty? Never mind. I, 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 too much. Simply neological. I do not know what you are talking about. Beauty gurus, makeup people on TikToks. I'm getting to a point. I swear. Um, Michaela, that one. She got heat a couple months ago because she was complaining about how much she had to post for the fans, and they're like, "You literally know Pat McGrath personally." You had a million dollar wedding recently where you gave away your label. Like, people don't want to fucking hear you complain about this. <laughs> we don't have sponsors. So. No. No, that's <laughs> what I'm saying, though. Like, us complaining and her complaining are two different things. It's still complaining, and I don't think we should. But I do like that we're doing less episodes. It's weird. I was trying to plan my reading because in order to keep up with pod and the mm -hmm. fact that I also have to do reading for work because I'm a librarian. How dare you <laughs> work? I, um, I have to schedule what I'm reading. And also mm -hmm. because we do a yearly reading challenge, that's yeah. like our own thing with some friends. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, I have to schedule my reading so that I get to, you know, read mm -hmm. everything. I do read. all the things. And I was trying to schedule for January and I was like, okay, what do I need to request from the library? What do I need to order? And I was like, we don't do pod in January. No. We're coming back in February. Yeah. And when we come back, it's romance books. I know. April's like, it's the best day ever. <laughs> best month ever. <laughs> I am having the best time ever. And we're ending season five by doing winter romances. So mm -hmm. we're doing like warm up winter reads, you know. Yeah. And, Get and, cozy uh, bitches. Yeah. And then we're not reading for January. I mean, I will still be reading. I'm going to be reading in January too. But I plan on focusing on writing and trying to find another part-time job. That's a good idea. I am three books away from hitting 100. And so. Good for you, babe. 
I still have the two books. That's amazing. Yeah. So I have the next two books to read and then Uh one more to hit 100. And I wanted it to be Iron Flame, which I started, but just haven't gotten back into it because I, I'll be honest with you, Fourth Wing gave me a book hangover. So hard. I haven't really recovered from it yet. I rolled straight into the new book with Matt, but I've been seeing like- I'm seeing a lot of fourth wing content on the Tiki Talk, right? Of course. Yeah. But people are not liking Iron Flame. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing. Like, they're really angry. And I have a lot of time left, so I don't know what's going on. So I'll yeah. have to report back. But people are not happy. They are not happy with the speed of it. They don't like they did just they just don't feel like it holds up to the level that fourth wing was. I mean, people that's are- always the case with I mean, second Name a series that has a remarkable second book when the first one was outstanding. And that series is not The Hunger Games. Discovery of Witches. Okay, well, I didn't like the first one and I disagree that it was a remarkable first one. The, the second Games, one was spectacular. The Hunger Games, the second book, it just yeah. Most of the time you do, hit, it's a sophomore slump, right? It is the sophomore slump. I'm trying but, to think. But the I selection, would- second book of the selection was good. I don't think it was better than the first. No, it wasn't. But yeah, the the selection was good. Well, anyway, I mean, the sophomore slump is real. But all of that was to tell you that I'm not sure that Iron Flame is going to be the one I finish because I promised Katie that I would start uh, the the other Sarah J. Moss, the... um, the Crescent Moon or whatever. No, she wanted me to start the other one first, not Crescent Moon. Oh my gosh, the social There's just media too, too much Sarah J. Moss for me. The, like, the she is like this whole world. That I can't remember the name of the series. I hope Michelle's listening because my sister-in-law's gotten really into this. Michelle posted on her uh, feet, uh, her stories the other day on Instagram. She's got like the sheet and it's like all of the Sarah J. Moss realm and like you bump from chapter to chapter in the sheet. I'm going to message her about it and i'll put it in the linky links and like you're bumping from realm to book from book to book but you're mm. absorbing the whole world in yeah. like this timeline stream yeah so throne Have of you glass seen this? yes i know what you're talking about so throne of, throne of glass is the one she wants me to read she says it's really good and i promised her i would start the series before the year is out so mm. i think what i'm gonna do is do our next two um t- pod books and then start uh, as an audiobook but i will say the grishaverse says that too it's really three, three separate series that come together that's to cool make, oh oh a grishaverse as it, opposed to, i'm but. still on the fence about the grishaverse i just i diving into a huge series when i have so much pod responsibility and i struggle not, to it's not a huge series it's a trilogy and two separate duologies, which means it's seven books. That sounds like a lot right now. I read them all this year. Damn, woman. Good for you. I'm jealous. My reading has been shit this year. This has been my worst reading year since we've started Pod. Really? Have you only yeah. read the Pod books? I am, uh, out of all of our books... And I probably picked up four extra books this year total. Mm. I really, I, I've been weird though. My writing's been weird. I, I, I've been in a weird headspace this year. 
Well, we did have to read all those extra books for the festival. Yeah. And then I did Smut Girl Summer with Katie, and I was also reading for work. So I read a lot of books. A yeah, of books. you did read a lot of books. And, like, your job is reading a lot of books. Mm-hmm. But those are tiny human books. Mm. Sometimes. When I say when you say they're tiny human books, that makes it sound like they're not, like, lengthy. Oh, no, you read lengthy books. Amari I mean, like, in the Night Brothers was like 350 pages. That's fucking wild. No, oh, I, I, I was thinking yeah. like perusing like early middle grade, you know, like first chapter books. That When I say tiny human books, that's what I mean. Like early I rarely reader read books. Those. I rarely really? read those. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I, for work, I mostly read picture books in middle grade. Nice. Um, but anyway. Um, Sorry, let's talk about. <laughs> Hi, guys. We're here to do an episode, really. <laughs> You're not here to April and I just bullshit. I think this... that's actually what they are here for. I think that most of the feedback we get when people review us is that they like our banter. That's true. They do. And I'd we rather talk to you about stuff that's not this book, but we got to talk about this book. So. We got to talk about this book. This week's book is The Royal Holiday by Jasmine Gouliard. This is There's our no second. Royal... There's no the in it. It's just Royal Holiday. I did call it the Royal We earlier, so there's that too. Which was also wrong. It's Royal Holiday. It's going to be a great episode, guys. I have not had my meds in two days because I've been so sick that I couldn't take them, so... Well, I feel like you should have warned me about that, (laughs) because... My bad. It's also my birth month. It is your birth month. Yes. There, there may be some new Lego pieces showing up behind me because uh, my my other best friend, Dawn, bought me um, the London architecture Lego set. Cool. I got it yesterday. It's really That's cool. awesome. I still need to finish the Christmas presents I'm making for all of you. I have they're, they're like sporadically all over my desk right now. I had to like move it aside so we could film. Oh, those. that's this whole room. Like you see the wrapping paper. That corner over there is just bags of the kids' crap. Y'all mm-hmm. stuff is back here behind me in boxes because mm-hmm. I got boxes this year. Not fuck yeah, America Santa boxes. But hey, my fuck yeah, America Santa is still up there. Fuck yeah, America Santa. Yeah. I need a guitar solo. The only acceptable Santa Claus for your Republican friends. (laughs) Okay. How about a fancy synopsis? Is it going to be fancy? I think it is. It's longer than a paragraph for me. That is fancy. By the way, you've turned your camera. So the map is now behind you. Yeah, but it's so bright in here. You can't can't see see shit. Yeah. Yeah. Because I use pencil on it. You whore. <laughs> it's just the Susquehanna River going through a gorge where there's a river, where there's a, this little lake and there is houses around it and there's this mountain range and it's just where the things happen. Susquehanna? The Susquehanna River. Quahanna or Gahanna? Susquehanna. Q. Susquehanna. Susquehanna. It's like the river that. I grew up on and it goes... All the way from Canada, all the way here to Maryland. Oh, so it's, it's a real river. It's a real river. I'm just making up a place based off this place. And I'm but also... It's a real river. It's a real river. And um, I actually shared a, a thing on Facebook about it yesterday. And one of my friends from Texas, who's actually from Harrisburg, 
she shared this thing about the Susquehanna Statue of Liberty. And I actually have a nod to that in this book. And that's so funny. You've never heard of this? Okay, so in the 70s. Molly, can we oh. just talk about Royal Holiday? <laughs> I love you guys. I'm sorry. I will put the link for the Susquehanna uh, Statue of Liberty in the diddly news. How about a synopsis? Yep. 12 minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> the fourth book in the wedding date series, we meet Vivian Forrest. Her daughter, Maddie, who is, of course, best friends and one of the books prior, has gotten a job opportunity like no other to style the Duchess, a.k.a. Meghan Markle. Give her a break. It was 2019. Everybody was talking about Meghan Markle back then. Um, there's no way it could be Meghan Markle because this Duchess is British. That's true. She's supposed to be American. No, this is supposed to be Brit American. That's not the way the audiobook narrator did it. Oh, no, she sucks. <laughs> this audio narrator, I hate her. I don't hate her. I don't hate anybody, but you know what I mean. Let's start this again. So as she asks to bring her, so she asks to bring her mother on a Christmas holiday like no other. Vivian has never left her family for Christmas. She, she's excited, but nervous. There are they are guests at the Sandring, Sandringham, Sandringham, that sounds right, Sandringham Estates, staying at the Sycamore Cottage. Molly, do you want me to read it? <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> staying with the royal family. On her first day, Vivian meets the Queen's secretary, Malcolm Hudson. Over the course of five days together, they start gaining feelings for one another. They go horseback riding. There's scones. Mm -hmm. there's, a, there's, a, there's a very cute lunch and a kiss in a car. It's adorable. Mm -hmm. um, Malcolm invites Vivian to stay with him after Christmas so that they can see where this goes. This book is full of miscommunication tropes. First for Vivian's and will she find love? You ready to get going? I don't think you are. That's okay. Nope. So ready. Very ready. Let's All just do ready. it. In I know. I gotta stop picking books. You. I know you're gonna hate. Listen. You knew I would hate this one because it's the fourth book in the series that we read the first book for our first month, our first time. I doing wanted you to give her a second chance. And I told you I didn't like her and never wanted to read her again. And you put her back on. And not only did you put her back on, you put her back on with the same series. I know. I wanted you to give her a second chance. How'd that work out for you, Molly? Not great. You're really upset. Tom listened to part of it with me because I was making presents while I was uh -huh. like listening. Doing and the thing things. Looking over at me going, what the fuck? It's like, I know. I know. I like her writing. It's just. It's so cheesy. It is. I like the cheese. Though. And in the world where I love romance books to talk about consent and being safe. Then there's Jasmine Gilroy who goes overkill. Beats the hammer. Yeah. There is way too much talk about condoms and consent. And she that's not very, something that I ever thought I would say. She's thorough. Let's say that. Mm -hmm. This is the fourth novel in the Wedding Date series, and I forced you to read Jasmine Gouliar again. Has your mm -hmm. opinion changed of her or her writing? <laughs> no. That's a fair answer. <laughs> that's a fair answer. Can we please not put her on again? I promise I will not put her on again. 
This is me promising. No more Jasmine Gouillard. I'm holding it. I'm holding you to it. Do it. If you see it on the list, you go, no. <laughs> I want to talk about something that bothered me with Jasmine's writing. When changing characters, this happened. We got to fill at least a half an hour. <laughs> can I at least fill half an hour? I can rant about how much I dislike this book for an hour. I, I don't doubt that. Um, <laughs> I want to talk about something that bothered me with Jasmine's writing. Mm-hmm. When changing characters, there is no defined split. You just mm-hmm. roll from one's from into one person from one person's head into another. Yes. This bothered me so much. More than I can say, because this happens in every book. And I really thought this would change over time with her writing, and this didn't. As you go on in her series, you kind of get used to it. But you, as someone that doesn't know her writing, love, hate, what did you think? So it's a little bit different when you read the physical book, because we're both reading the audio book. So in the physical book, you get this little, like, you get some sort of, like, little image to show you that there's a pause there. Yeah. But it jumps from character to character. I don't like that. Seconds. Right. I want... And she's writing third person. So there's no... It goes first person, third person, first person, third person. No, it's It's always third person, but it's third person limited. So there are two types of third persons. Uh, Gather around kids and buckle in for a grammar lesson uh with miss miss april um so i used to be an english teacher so there are three different types of point of view there's first person point of view which is what most people prefer to read because it uses the i and me and it's like being in the character's head their second person point of view which most people do not prefer but think of like the choose your own adventure books from when we were kids it's like you do this you do that that's second person bring those back for adults i love those well, they, they're rewriting, they're creating new uh, series for kids. I don't know that they're going to do for adults, but they're- I'll read them. There are new Choose Your Own Adventures for kids. I love them. Um, third person, there are different types of third person. So there's third person omniscient, which is where the narrator knows everybody's thoughts and what everybody is thinking, feeling, how they're behaving, everything, everything, everything. Omniscient, all-knowing. Then there's third person limited and third person limited is where you're writing from the third person point of view. However, you only know one character's feelings. Mm -hmm. She writes third person limited from two different characters. Why? Just pick one. Just pick one. It's hard to understand. Like I struggle with the comprehension Mm -hmm. and I'm a good reader. Like I'm a good listener. Not a good reader. I'm not a good reader. I have dyslexia. But <laughs> I'm good at comprehending what I'm pro- what I'm hearing and processing. Yeah. And I'm a good reader when I try. It's just hard. But you are a good reader. Having a reading disability like dyslexia doesn't prevent you from being a good reader. You are a comprehending, comprehensive reader. You have a disability. It's not the same that. It just makes my brain feel stupid. It's, your brain is not stupid. It just makes it feel that way. Any per, any person with dyslexia will tell you that is the first thing they describe themselves with. Have you read um, Fish in a been, Tree? I'm sorry? Have you read Fish in a Tree? I haven't. Megan Mulvey, I think, is the author. I'll put it in the comments. But um, definitely you should read that. It's a like a third, fourth grade, fifth grade book, chapter okay. book. 
Yeah. And it's about a girl who's dyslexic and her whole life. She thinks she's stupid. Oh yeah. And her teachers kind of make her feel like she's stupid. And then when she gets into um, a different classroom, she has a teacher who like recognizes that she's dyslexic and he really helps her build some confidence in herself and understand that her dyslexia isn't her fault. And that she's actually really smart. That's amazing. I read yeah. the whole book in like one day. It was really good. Is it beautiful? It sounds beautiful. So beautiful. Fish in okay. a tree. Fish in a tree. I guess I'm gonna have to read it now. Yeah. Okay. So there is a conversation about age and romance here. What did you think of the way the author approached this? Because in several reviews, I heard this deemed like on Goodreads, Amazon, like all the places, mm -hmm. it's deemed a silver or mature romance. Yeah, because they're in their fifties. Right. I, I just it feels like a cusp of silver. Does that make sense? They're just when so, I think of silver, I think of retirement age, like sixties and mm -hmm. up. So thoughts? So, so two things and they're both on opposite sides. Mm -hmm. So I recently uh, listened to the entire, there's something about Marysville book series. I thought you were going to say you listened to, there's something about Mary. I was like, why would you listen to the script of something about Mary? That sounds really weird. <laughs> there's something about Marysville by Olivia Dade. And all of the characters in that series are 40 plus. They're between right. 40 and 50. Um, I think the oldest one is like 48. And comparatively, that is old for rom-coms, right? right. Yeah. When you get most rom-coms today, Tessa Bailey's writing kids in their 20s. Yeah. Um, I, I love the L. Kennedy off-campus series, but those kids are literally in college. Like, they're children. Yeah. Um, and babies. Like, I get it. Like, you know, you can talk about them doing crazy positions because they still have the flexibility to get into it. But Good for you that you can do a figure eight. Right. But there's, there's something comforting about. Don't Google that, kids. Don't. There's something comforting about being able to read a book about a character who is actually mature in age yeah. like we are like we are yeah. mature in age um we are grown human adults now on the other side that of that to say yeah i'm not a grown adult i'm an adult I would it's okay that. i'll always be older than you so i'll be the more adult adult between the two of us thank you you also push me into adult decisions all the time and i really appreciate that <laughs> yeah yeah i mean okay <laughs> Um, someone's got to be the big kid here <laughs> but with all of that said the other side of this is why i didn't think it worked in this case uh-huh so what i feel like she was trying to do was create the you, the american fantasy of marrying a prince which we oh, see yeah. in the royal we which is a fantastic book i love the royal we we i like the sequel too it wasn't as good as the royal we itself but the air affair but I still loved both of them. I would read other things by those authors. Same. The difference there is you were dealing with people in their 20s and giving up your life for someone in your 20s is something that's easily done. In my 20s, I met Tom. He was being transferred to Texas. I uprooted my life and moved sure to did. be with my boyfriend. Would I do that now in my my mid 40s? Hell no, there's absolutely no way I would give up the security of my retirement plan, my 
friend group. Like I'm not uprooting my life to move, not just across the country. They are moving to a different country country. if they really want to make this work. Yeah. Both of them are in high career marks, benchmarks in their career. They're really high up. She's up for promotion. He's the first person of color to be be the the secretary Secretary to a queen. Like he's not giving that up. Absolutely not. This is not fucking happening. So this story to me in a world of rom-coms that are often very, very difficult to believe. And she leaves the guy for the tree farmer. This book is ridiculous. And I was waiting for the bell. I thought you were going for the bell. I thought you were just going to do a light gradual. This, I thought you were going to go, this book is ridiculous. I just rang my bell as it fell off the desk. So now I have no bell. So ring it for me, baby. Thank you. My bell is off the desk now. I'll have to get it when we're done. So while we're talking about the physical romance and like the, the, the meat and potatoes of this, let's talk about the sex. Because we get mm-hmm. sex scenes, but then they fade to black. We get the start of sex scenes, and then they'll fade to black. Yeah. And while Jasmine didn't do that for her first novel, yeah, we're getting more demure and subtle, and it's like giving them privacy almost. What did you think? Well, nobody wants to see dangly old balls of the fifty man, fifty year old man. Facts. <laughs> or talking about back aching, or. Sorry, my hip doesn't move like that. You're going to have to go in a different angle. This hip just got replaced. We're going to have to go doggy style. (laughs) (laughs) But you be sure she adds in the condom conversation. She has two of them. And God forbid two people in their 50s. We haven't had sex in probably 10 years with other partners. Or I think they'd be fine. <laughs> I just want to go on record and say I'm not encouraging people to have risque sex. No, 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 no. Come on, in no. this particular situation, they need to hunt around the room for condoms. We're, like, let's talk about this. Because there is an epidemic in Florida right now in one of the senior communities of a massive chlamydia outbreak. I've seen news about it. So many senior communities and in, in, uh, in homes have uh, STD outbreaks. <laughs> It's like, y'all need to get your life together. But here's my question. Who's bringing it in? Because there has to be a partner from the outside that brought it's, it in. You know it's There's someone some on staff who's, who's like, banged you know the old person and now all the old people passing it around. Or someone has like OG Vietnam chlamydia. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or like <laughs> they got or they got that black fucking herpes from japan that they used to scare the marines with there are black herpes i'll have matt to explain that to you later i I really don't (laughs) there was a conversation matthew got when he got to okinawa about the stds that are in japan versus the stds that are in the states and when he told me this it makes sense why matt was the way he was for a long time (laughs) Makes me think of mean girls. If you have sex, you will get chlamydia and die. <laughs> I mean, chlamydia will try to kill you. Um, we need to talk about the Megan in the room. 
This is obviously inspired by Meghan Markle. Is it and though? I didn't gather that. So there's, a, I'm, I'm getting to that point. I promise. Um, this is obviously inspired by Meghan Markle and her time with the royal family. They have a conversation about race and colonialism when it comes to the UK. Did you think this was heavy handed for a romance? Is using Meghan okay? Also, there's this link here. It's and it's Jasmine talking about how Meghan's mom inspired Vivian. Okay. So I did not gather that the Duchess was a person of color. Um, I was picturing the Duchess being, you know, white because everybody but Meghan is, is white. white. Yeah. And because the it never says in the book that she's black or that she's a person yeah. of color. Never. I, I think, I think it's fine. with okay. Jasmine mentioning it in the past. Okay, so but it then was, fucking say it. I know. Fucking say it. Um, and also she was British because um, at least as far as the audiobook narrator is concerned, she was reading it in a British accent. But yeah. With the discussions of colonialism and the UK and all of that, I'm completely fine with that. And this isn't the only book that I've read that's a rom-com that did this. So Red, White, yeah. and Royal Blue does it. Mm-hmm. The Royal We does it. Um, I mean, Red, White, and Royal Blue literally talks about how everybody's stolen goods are in the yes. <laughs> I mean, it's not wrong. <laughs> if you're missing something, it's in the London Museum. It's fine. But yeah, so I mean, what, uh, Red, White, and Royal Blue does it, so I don't mind it being in here. I especially mm-hmm. think it's important to include it when you have two main characters of color and one yeah. is literally working for the queen. Um, I think it was worth it, but um, I did not get the Meghan Markle references she said it was in one interview i saw it it was from like 20s back when this book was released so if i can find it on youtube i will but Mm -hmm. she said in one interview she was trying to be subtle about it Mm -hmm. and not trying to be heavy-handed with her nod to megan because she didn't want to put megan on blast so if the is megan's uh, sorry is uh, the duchess supposed to be american then yeah Okay, because that's not the audiobook narrator uses a British accent for her. She was And one of my biggest complaints with this book is that there's absolutely no way in hell that an American stylist would get hired for the royal family. And especially on that short of notice, there are so many background checks. And who's well, she was filling in for the stylist, right? Yeah, but that still wouldn't happen. Yeah, it was still too last minute. And it wouldn't be an American. No, it. There's a lot of loopholes here. There's a lot of problems, for sure. Malcolm seems well, why to have a- do you like it? I I like the cheese. It makes me happy. It, it's just straight joy. Everybody gets a happy ending. You love a fucking happy ending. Everyone gets a happy ending. I'm actually like, I like a book that has happy endings. Listen, Sometimes. I'm okay with the happy ending, but I want the story to be good. I just mm-hmm. recently read, um, in November, I read Fix Her Up by tessa bailey Mm -hmm. i specifically picked it because i wanted an open door romance i knew tessa bailey would bring it would would bring that and um i would i needed an audiobook okay Uh it confirmed for me why i don't like tessa bailey because her books are so cheesy they are i saw her you know i actually i follow her on tiktok just because she's so damn hilarious she is trading She's writing a hockey novel right now, mm-hmm. and she's trading her back catalog books for hockey knowledge from her hockey moms. So, like, her 12-year-old 
is in a hockey league. And so mm-hmm. she sits down with these hockey moms and she brings them her books and then they tell her about like what the mm-hmm. hockey rules and regulations are. And then she goes and writes hockey smut. So the thing is, I would probably read Tessa Bailey again, even though I have read three of her books and all of them were like mm-hmm. probably threes for me. Yeah, just okay. that's where she sits. She she just hangs there. But when I but when I know what to expect, I know I'm not going to get something that's super deep, and I just want mm-hmm. some banging. But Jasmine Gilroy is not it for me, Molly. I don't she know tries, what it is. She goes so deep. She puts so much thought into this, and I she's trying to rep- she's well, she's trying to represent her community, and I get that. I get trying to represent there are your better representations of this of the black community at, in rom coms. And you know which one I'm thinking of off the top of my head? Pride Our friend. Yeah. Our lovely friend, Nikki Payne. Nikki She's Payne. What Nikki Payne is doing with romance yeah. books. She is flipping the, the, the genre. genre. She's just taking... I cannot that wait. That is smart I, writing. This I is not smart not writing. Wait. I cannot wait for this new novel, by the way. I know. I pre-ordered it like a year ago. I cannot wait. This book is going to be so fucking good. Anyways, mm. let's get back to this so we can finish our questions. We've done with this book. Okay, I thought we were having a good conversation. We are, but I really want to be done with Royal Holiday. Holiday. (laughs) Then why the fuck did you pick it? Because I really thought we'd give her another chance and it would be better than a two star. I feel like I'm engaging you in some wonderful dialogue. Facts. Um, Mac, Malcolm, not Maxim. Maxim Shreve. Mm. Malcolm seems to have a great relationship with his nephew until he doesn't. Was the storyline necessary at all? No. Like, Vivian could have been the main character, right? We could have cut all of the Malcolm bullshit out and Vivian could have been the main character, right? It's Mm -hmm. not just me that thought that way? No. Okay. Not just you that thought that way. I don't know why that fell off. That's a problem. Um, Well, Malcolm... Plastic from the side of my desk. It's a problem for me later. Mal, nope, that's the one I just read. While with Malcolm, Vivian has a lot of sex, gets to see Crown Royal jewels and some of the most spectacular fireworks. <laughs> what? Royal jewels? All the royal jewels. <laughs> but more than one way. <laughs> Sorry, what was the question? I. I... Dirty. You went dirty. It's adorable. Dirty. <laughs> uh, dirty. Um, um, while with Malcolm, Vivian had a lot of sex, got to see some crown jewels. Yeah, Is that a better way? Condoms. <laughs> and some of the most spectacular fireworks she has ever seen. After their first hiccup of the day, it all goes well. Did you think their choices, their choice not to go long distance was a good or a bad one? Yes, it was good. They should just yeah. bang it out on a holiday and go home. Yep. That's what this was. The holiday. No, the holiday was good. I like Jack Black's movie. That was a spectacular movie. One of my favorite Christmas movies, by the way. <laughs> what did you think of the postcards? Was it a cute way to bring them back together or cheesy? I was fine with it. I love postcards and I collect postcards, but to me... The postcard mailing back and forth thing was her leaning too hard into their age. Yeah. They could have emailed. Text. Texted. Snapchat. It doesn't (laughs) matter if they're in their 50s. 
Slide into our DMs, man. <laughs> no junk shots. Nobody wants to see this this royal jewels. Oh my gosh. My friend Megan sent me a meme today that said, a guy sending you a dick pic is like a cat bringing you a dead mouse. I understand that you think it's pretty, but I don't want to touch it. (laughs) (laughs) Is that not the truth? (laughs) Like, (laughs) let's let's go back to like when we first started tech. Okay. Do you remember like getting a picture on that fucking janky flip phone and looking down and you're wasting your text message minutes and some fucking asshole sends you a dick pic? No, but I remember that on AOL Instant Messenger. AIM. Nobody wants to see that shit. No, I am 16. Maybe don't. (laughs) Okay. Final question. April Goodreads, final thoughts. I give it a two out of five. And I think I've said everything I need to say. I just. We're done with Jasmine. I just don't find the story believable i think her dialogue needs work i think that um her dialogue it's chunky mm -hmm. i i'm sorry but i'm i'm okay with a mature romance like i said but i'm never Mm going to be supportive of two people giving up their complete complete lives yeah to be together at their age it's irresponsible and we're too old for that shit we're too old in my 20s, when I made that decision to move from Florida to Texas to be with Tom, that was fucking scary. Dude. But I hated my job, so it was fine. We uplifted and our lives two years ago. Like, like it, it is fucking together. scary. You did it together. We you did, did do it, it together. You did it, we did it as a family. state because of the person. The situation, yeah. The person you fell in love with over a week-long holiday. Actually, kind of. I mean, Matt came to visit me for one weekend and never went away. Okay, but I'm, it's not the same. You were in your 20s. My That's other true. complaint about this, which we didn't really talk about, um, I really did not like this audiobook narrator. Yeah, I struggled with um, her. So I did some research because her voice sounded familiar to me and I was trying mm-hmm. to figure out where I knew her from. Well, she narrates all of Jasmine Gellaroy's uh, mm. books. And so she's the same narrator for the first one that we read, which was what was it? Uh, the wedding date. Wedding date. Um, but she didn't have to speak a British accent in there, so they could have picked literally anyone that could have done a British accent. British accent. I don't and, understand and if the why. Point they was, if the point was that they wanted a black woman to do it, uh, that, I get that. That's fine. But what? Why don't you call up Audra McDonald? Mm-hmm. Why don't you call right. up somebody that actually knows what the fuck they're doing? Yeah, it's just. In all of the country, you're telling me that this is the only person they could come up with. And we've talked to enough authors. We know you get a choice. Well, they don't. I don't know that they always get a choice, but they do get to like have a slight influence. They get a veto power. If I heard and if I wrote a novel. Maybe she stayed with her because she had done all the other ones. And I get that. Like Deb was really disappointed for the third book for uh, um, Book of Life. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, The voice actor for the first two wasn't available jennifer iketa and she did all those beautiful voices you know she does all the voices the mm-hmm. tones she just switches characters so easy she mm-hmm. just wasn't doing it she wasn't doing audiobooks she was focusing on her acting career at the time mm-hmm. and she didn't want to be an audiobook narrator so deb had to go dive back into the trenches and find somebody that was just as talented 
I saw like Deb talk about this. It took her forever to find somebody she liked. Mm-hmm. Forever. Yeah. It could have been anyone else. Anyone that could do a British accent. Literally anyone that could do a British accent. Crikey, mate! That's Australian. <laughs> also not good. I know. I'm not good at accents. I never said I was good at accents. I never once said that. <laughs> Crikey! Oh my gosh. Um, That's it for me. Do you want to talk about what we're doing the next two weeks? Please. All right. So next week we are reading One Day in December. And this book is by Josie Silver. And I thought the cover was cute. I saw it it at the Barnes and Noble hashtag not sponsored and thought it was cover cute. And it's a Reese uh, book club. So um, I think Reese is brilliant about that stuff. We've read another Reese. I can't think about. Oh, the wedding date is a Reese book. Mm, that's not the one I was thinking of. I was thinking about the one that we read for Annapolis Book Festival. Oh, shit. Which one? Christie Affair. Oh, the Christie Affair. That was good. I liked it. I'm kind of doubting Reese now because that's two books I didn't like that were, but whatever. That's okay. true. Um, and then that's we're going to wrap out the month, the season, the year by reading In a Holidays by Christina Lauren, which if you don't know, Christina Lauren are actually two women that are that write together and if you don't know christina lauren that's surprising to me because they are pretty much like the pinnacle of rom-com yeah um i don't i've never read them which is surprising but but i know that they they have a really huge back catalog yeah um, and he's joining us for that Mort, isn't Mort she? is actually going to host that episode that's right write the question i know things yeah um and then we're going to take about a month and a half off um we're going to be off for the rest of december i think we're just going to be off like christmas week yeah um, and then january um but we'll still be on social media so you can still like find us there and check us out and in february we're coming back with romance reads and we will have a special guest nikki payne with her new book that actually comes out in February. Yeah. It'll be season six. That's crazy. And Annapolis Book Festival. Yeah. And they've already started posting some of the authors. So if there's I'm anybody. so excited. That, if there's anybody that you really want us to talk to there, go look at the Annapolis Book Festival list. Um, they Blow do us up. Yeah, there's some of the authors listed, but the panels won't actually be listed until February. So not all the no. authors are on there yet. Um, but there are some. Um, so if there's somebody you really want us to talk to, like, let us know. DM yeah. us on social media or email us. They love us um, over there. They'll help us out. Yeah. We we had a lot of fun last year. I'm looking forward to doing it again. I'm so excited for next um, year. And we'll have stickers. And we'll have stickers. And I have some flyers I left. I still have not mailed Chessie her stickers. I promised her I'd mail them and it's been you're like over I'm telling Chessie on you. Are you firing me? You're going to do this by yourself? Yes. Hi, I'm Molly. It's Molly. And we're the book besties, me and my multiple personalities. Are you going to pay our editor too? Absolutely not. Okay. Then I think you need to keep me. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. um, You live with the editor. So, yeah. (laughs) I've taken to um, when somebody asked me if I can do something and like it's Tom related. I'm like, well, I sleep next to the guy that's in charge of that. So I'll, I'll make sure it happens. You're the Tom whisperer. What can we say? what can we say and the molly whisperer because i am batshit crazy what okay. can i say except you're welcome are the sun and the sky and the sea no. my my husband does this he will start singing that and matthew can't sing 
Like, if somebody goes, you're welcome, he goes, you're welcome, you're welcome. Matt. Matthew Biggs. Sir. <laughs> you need to not. Okay, I have to go make shepherd's pie. A lot of shepherd's pie. We made it 45 minutes. Woohoo! All right, that's Until next week, besties. Bye. Thank you for joining us on Book Besties. Don't forget to like and subscribe. The views discussed here are those of April and Molly and not those of anyone else. Today's book was Royal Holiday by Jasmine Guillory. Your book besties are Molly Biggs, April Watkins, editing by Thomas Watkins, and music is Sleep Sweetly by Brigida. Don't forget to follow the book besties on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. If you'd like to contact the book besties, please email us at bookbestiespod at gmail.com or visit us at, at our website, bookbestiespodcast.com. Until next time, besties, get lost in your favorite book.